Tani for today, Chavtes and Lamed Kislev, at the end of Parak Dalad, the beginning of Parak So the Alter Rebbe here in Parak Dalad is continuing a uh, in-depth discussion about the Neshama. As the Alter Rebbe began in Chapter Two, explaining that the Neshama is the Nefshal Kis is our essence. As being our essence, it is our ability and capability and responsibility. As Alter Rebbe will highlight later on to um, express this essence, which is that we are a part of God, a part being that we're actually one essence of God, but a part in the sense that we are a physical creation. Our neshama has a physical creative part, the part that's blown out into existence, and that part is something which the full element of its expression is only when it experiences and expresses its Jewishness, its relationship with God, which is Judaism, God's wisdom, God's, God's will, etc. What Rebbe went on to explain is that the Nefesh Elikis, therefore, its, its faculties, its intellectual and emotional faculties are programmed only solely to be focused on God and godliness. The relationship between the soul and God is all about intellectual and emotional stimulation. And... Um, there, that, that, that is an essential element of being that the soul is an essence of God. In chapter 4, Al-Tarebbe began to explain the concept of the Levushim of the Neshama, which the Levushim function as more than just an intellectual and emotional connection that the soul has with God, but it brings out the ultimate connection that the soul could have with God. And al explains that really it's impossible, as the, the, the statement by Leo is, that it's not possible to grasp God. That means there's no intellectual comprehension that we can have of God, being that He's God and we're creations. It's not possible for us to comprehend God. Likewise, emotionally, it's impossible for us to feel connected emotionally on the fullest sense to God. And therefore, there is no real way for us to be connected in the ultimate sense, have full dveikus, full connection to God is in, in, in from our intellectual and emotional um, abilities. And therefore, in the only realm of where we could actually fully be connected to God is in our, our levushim, the levushim being our thought, speech and, speech, and actions. And these three faculties, or, or these three garments as they're called, the garment being the fact that they constantly could change and switch, we could change our, act, our actions and our thought and our speech, into different uh, different forms, but the Nefshel Kisses program is that its thought, speech, and actions is all about Torah mitzvahs. And in that element, being the fact that, as the Altarev explained earlier in chapter 4, is the fact that God brought himself down, so to speak, that the essence of God is within the physical and within um, the physical world, one could attain a connection to the, to, the, to the essence of God. So only when one connects with to the essence, um, to, to, to the physical of doing Torah mitzvahs in the physical, does one create this relationship, this connection to God? This is an idea that Al-Tareb elaborates on a lot more in, uh, in the famous Igeris Chof, where he explains that the whole essence of creation is based on the physical world. Here he just points out that the, the way the soul attains its ultimate connection to God and is enabled to express its chelakalakam amalmamish in a mamishtika way, as the Rebbe points out, that mamish means in its, in its ultimate way, is only in the physical, the mamish in the physical way. So the Rebbe continues in today's Tani, that ma'achar, that since that, that Torah mitzvah said, since when a person is involved and engaged in Torah mitzvahs, he's malbishim kol eser bechines ha-nefesh, 
all the ten faculties, his three intellectual and his seven emotional faculties are now completely incorporated, as Dalterb explained earlier in chapter four, that you need to have an intellectual stimulation in order to stimulate the emotions. And without an emotional stimulant, there is no real connection to God. And even when one does teramitzvahs, when one is involved in teramitzvahs, but without an emotional stimulation, without being generated by emotions, there is no real connection. It's not a, a true connection. So you need the emotional connection. Without an emotional connection, there is no real connection, which is an idea that we know within relationships in general. You could do an action, a spouse could do an action for the other spouse, but if it's merely just the action or a word of I love you, but there's no emotion behind it, so there's no real connection. So you really need the emotion in order for there to be the connection. But the point of where the connection, the essence of the connection is within the thought and the speech, within the action, but at the same time, you're engulfing the entire nefesh, and the entire body, the 613 limbs of the physical body. So you have the soul and the body now incorporated as one, and they're all kula, connected, wrapped in the, in, the, in the seed of life, of, as Hashem, mamish, with God, as in the mamish, again, here, the Altar uses the word mamish here, highlighting again the essence on a very physical, practical level, meaning that you're now literally bound up in a practical sense and in a real sense to God Himself, or Hashem Amish, and likewise, you're completely bound with the life and the light and the energy of God. It's Makifu Malvishim Ragla is completely consuming and engulfing the person, meaning the person now is completely a a full, um, full dveikos, full in a full state of connection and attachment to God Himself. as the puzzle says, that in the rock. I, uh, in my rock, I'll take salvation. In other words, that through God Himself, in God Himself, is where I find and discover my inner self. That God uses Himself, the, the Ratzon of God is wrapped around me in His will. That through the Torah mitzvahs of God, so that which is the God's will and His wisdom, so the will and the wisdom, as I've explained in earlier in the chapter, it brings out the, the the connection between us and Him. Because when you're doing God's will, just like in any relationship, when you do the will of the spouse, so then you connect yourself to the spouse just doing by doing the will. And the only form of connecting you could feel very connected, but if you don't actually do the will of your spouse. So then you're not really connected. The connection is within the action, within the thought, and within the speech. Therefore, the Alter Rebbe goes on and explains a statement of the Chazal that it's greater than one moment in this physical world of doing good deeds and tshuva than all of Olam Haba, which seems to be counterintuitive because one would think Olam Haba, the dimensions, the, the state of consciousness, the revelations of godliness that one could expect, that one will experience in Olam Haba, as the Rambam explains Olam Haba, is not a different place, but a different state, different state of consciousness, a different state of reality, you would think that that is the ultimate. So how could it be that Elam Haza is greater than that? So Daltreb explains precisely for what he explained before, because in Elam Haba, there's only you're only getting the ray of the Shechina, you're not getting God's essence, you're getting godliness, you're getting an, a, a, a element of godliness, some comprehension of God, which is, again, not God himself, it's a revelation of God, which automatically revelation means concealment, concealment means you're not getting the thing itself, so you're only getting a watered-down version, so to speak, which is a great delight of pleasure, of comprehension, which is EF Nivra, it's something which no creation could comprehend. Even the higher spiritual creations cannot comprehend God. Only 
to a small, minor, radiated level of God's light. So because you're basically getting an Elam Haba, an understanding of God, so it sounds more exciting, it's more enticing, it's more pleasurable, says Altareba, but it's not the essence of God himself. You're not connecting to the essence. It's like people who meditate the whole day. So they're meditating on God, and they're learning chassidus the whole day, they're learning memorandum, they're learning the depths of God. But are they, are they the ones connected to God because their minds are imbued with understanding and feeling connected on a level of revelations of deep thought? So the Alter says, no, that's maybe more pleasurable. And as Rebbe Shab explains in Kuntus Havoido, it's for some intellectuals or even emotional-inspired people, they may actually get more of an enjoyment out of it, but that's not where you're connected. The connection is not in the enjoyment. When you think about a relationship, when it's all about the enjoyment, where you're feeling you're enjoying yourself, you're actually getting a much watered-down version of the actual essence of the person. And therefore, the Alter Rebbe says that God himself the connection with God Himself is only in this physical world. And that's why, there is no thought that could grasp God. It's only when you're actually grabbing God by the terror in the midst of when you're involved in God's will and wisdom, then you're connected to God. Because then you're essentially connected because God and His wisdom, God and His terror is one. When you're connected with terror, you're connected automatically with God. So only in this physical world where terror mitzvahs are applicable, because in Elam Haba, there is, there's, this, there's, there's no terror mitzvahs. The application of terror mitzvahs only applying the physical state of the Elam Haza, of the conscious physicality reality. The way the reality is now is the only place where the, the, the application of terror mitzvahs exists. So otherwise, there's no application of terror mitzvahs. If there's no application of terror mitzvahs, you can't connect to God Himself. So that's the benefit of being in this physical world. So now the Altareb is going is to address the obvious question. If this is the truth, so it comes out that seemingly Torah is not the essence, is, it, it, Torah is the essence, but the problem is Torah is being watered down into a very physical thing. This again sounds counterintuitive, that the Torah is being watered down into a very physical manifestation, so to speak, of Godliness. So how much of that is really God? If I'm telling you that God is found in the physical and God is God, that doesn't make sense that God's physical, God's physical manifestation, so to speak, should be the essence of God. So the Rebbe addresses this by saying at the end of chapter 4, Even though the Torah is enclosed in very physical things, So the Rebbe gives a marshal for this. He says it's like when you're hugging the king. It makes a difference if you're hugging a king, whether he's wearing It makes a difference if he's wearing one layer of clothing or 10 or 20 layers of clothing. At the end of the day, you are hugging the king himself. Even though the, there's many garments in between you and the king, but you're actually hugging the king, meaning the body of the king is in those garments. Likewise here, although Torah manifests itself in a physical form, which are like garments, so to speak, so in that sense, it seems like there's a very deep, major gap between God himself and the manifestation in the physical world, says the Torah, on the contrary, in that manifestation in the physical world, although it's, it's garbed, so to speak, within the physical connotation, of a physical pair of tefillin, a physical pair of tzitzis, etc., but in that itself you have the body, the essence of God himself, you're connected and attached to God, just like when you're hugging a king. And likewise, when the king is hugging the person with his arms, 
So even though he's garbed in many clothing, nevertheless, there's the essence itself being there, and that essence is Torah, Torah being God's right hand, which we know when we learn Torah, it's like God hugging us, which represents God's kindness, and which represents water, as been mentioned earlier. So in other words, although it seems intuitively that, or not intuitively, logically, we should say, it logically would seem that we're actually further away from God when we live in the physical realities. And one may think that, on the contrary, why should I be religious? Why should I practice religion? That seems to be a very low-level connection. I should be involved in the philosophical and the abstract, says al Rebbe. No, because in the philosophical abstract, which is like Elam Haba, you're not actually connected to the essence. Where you're connected to the essence, you're connected to the essence only when you're actually dealing with the physical Torah mitzvah itself. True, there's a different, there's many layers of clothing, so to speak, in the way, which represents, so to speak, this different the way Torah has to come down in a very physical aspect, but still, in that physical example is the essence of God himself. That's the end of chapter 4. In chapter 5, the Rebbe begins to explain, the concept of this statement of Elio that says, This concept that we said, it's not possible to comprehend God. So the Rebbe goes on to explain, what does it mean to comprehend something? And why is it that only through learning Torah is it possible to say that we're actually fully incorporated into God's mind? The Alter Rebbe moves on to explain how this is a type of unity which is a unity which is incomparison to anything else in this world. And only through this unity of Torah does actually one have a true, full incorporation into the mind of God. And when you're in the mind of God, you're fully connected to God. So Alter Rebbe first gets into a little philosophical point by saying, that when a person thinks about something, so the brain, the intellect, not the brain, but the intellect, begins to process the information. So at first, the information becomes overwhelming, and the information becomes something which you can't decipher between your brain thinking and what information is being processed. And then at eventual point, the brain actually becomes fully aware of the information because it breaks it down, it understands the pieces of the puzzle, so to speak, and then it fully becomes in control, so to speak, of the information. So you have the seichel and the muscle, the intellect and that which you're trying to comprehend. At one point, the, the information is overwhelming the brain, but this, at another point, the brain becomes over, is overwhelming the information, or not overwhelming it, but being able to handle it and putting it into its proper box. So what happens is there's a merging of the two ends, the, the, the human brain that's, or the human intellect that's trying to comprehend the concept and the concept becoming unified with the human intelligence. And at that point, there's an unbelievable connection which is inseparable. There's certain personality types that are deep intellectual minds and for them, their only way of, of fully feeling connected to an idea is when they're fully engrossed in it and highly focused in this idea. And at that point, they feel absolutely unified with the concept. And the deeper you think about something, the more you feel connected to it. So Dr. Rebbe here is explaining how that process works. And in short, in a nutshell, the idea is, is that when the brain, the mind, the intellect is, is thinking and comprehending the idea, the idea at one point is fully ingrained in the person and the person becomes fully connected to the idea and therefore he's one with the thing at the time he's comprehending it. And the Al-Tarebbe says, this applies in halacha as well, when a person is learning Eza halacha b'mishnah b'gemara, when he thinks about it and he understands it properly, and he fully grasps the concept of the gemara, the halacha, the concept that's being discussed in, 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 in Torah at that particular time, so that very moment, you're fully connected in a unified way 
to God that is impossible in any other form, says the Rebbe. What's God's will? God's will is that if one person claims such and such, and Shimon claims such and such, Shalach should be such and such. So even if it'll never happen, says the Alter Rebbe, it'll never happen that it'll be ever possible in the physical realm and the realities that this should be such a case. But if there would be, hypothetically, this would be the Halach, and your brain comprehends this idea, and your brain understands and, uh, and comes to the conclusion that this should be the Halacha, so that that very moment you're fully connected to God's wisdom, fully connected to God's will, and it's, it comes about through understanding the Halacha. And the Alter Rebbe says, It's a type of unity that there is no unity that's similar to it. There's nothing within the physical realm that compares to this at all. To be completely unified on such a level that there's absolutely nothing else that is there. And as I said before, that there's a possibility when a person is fully fully engrossed in intellectual concept, almost nothing else exists. He's fully connected to the idea, he feels completely caught up in that idea. And the Rebbe explains that intellectually, logically, or intellectually, and on a comprehension level, when we say you can't grasp God, because grasping means that you fully become part of the thing itself. And with God, there's no such thing as fully coming part of God. But the only thing that you could fully, and the only way you could come fully part of God is only with because in Torah, that is God's will, that's God's intellect. And when you connect with God's intellect, your intellect with God's intellect, that's a unification that's impossible to be replicated in any other form. It's a one complete unification, sort of like a marshal for this would be, is when two people, let's say two, uh, two uh, husband and a wife that are completely connected on, an, on, a, on, a, on a level of, let's say, they're completely in sync with each other, so the, 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 their will is compare are all together. That one will, b- both wills are one. Both they both think the same way. So there's an absolute unification and a connection on this level. So this is only achievable through learning Torah through the realms of Torah. Only there could you have this ultimate connection. Otherwise, it's not possible to have a connection or a grasp of God in an intellectual grasp. A grasp of God philosophically is not grasping God because we're limited automatically because we're our intellect is limited and therefore it's not possible to grasp God Himself. But the Torah, the Chachma of Eivisher, which God brought down as Alter explained in chapter 4, brought down through a lot of like levushim, through garments like water that travels from a high place to a low place, that is something we could comprehend and when we comprehend it fully, we're absolutely unified in the ultimate way.